I uh, just want to welcome everybody back. It's hard to believe that it's been, it's been two months since we were in this room together with a bunch of you. So uh, it's good to see a lot of your faces back. That means I didn't scare you away too bad that first time that we were together. So uh, first of all, I just wanted to thank you for traveling today here. Um, and I certainly want you to be safe as you travel away from here, uh, given the snow that we have outside. And by the way, it would not be signing day in Kansas without the snow. So that's, that's how I remember it. And it was... Uh, it was a good deal when I looked out that window and it was starting to cover the field out there. So uh, welcome here today and I hope you enjoy uh, the things that we're going to talk about with regard to our signing class. Uh, just a couple things I wanted to touch base on before we get started showing the guys that, that, that uh, we were able to add to our class today. Uh, number one, our staff. I just wanted to say a big thank you to our staff. Uh, not just our nine full-time assistants, but all of the support staff. Uh, it truly does take a village to be able to to do what we have to do to be able to bring guys to this program and there were people in the academic area there were people in the in in the support areas there were people on the front lines and planes trains and automobiles that worked their tails off to be able to to make this day happen uh, for a lot of these young men and our, our staff i can't i just can't say enough about how hard they worked uh, their work ethic uh, the the lack of sleep that they had their faces all look a little bit worn right now <laughs> they need a little bit of time off and we're going to address that after this but uh, they really did a great job uh, I, I knew those men before we got started so i knew that i could expect nothing less but uh, I, i'll tell you i'm, I'm uh, just more pleased than ever with the the effort that they gave uh, in this class and, and the work that they did over the last couple of weeks because as you know we were behind just a tad bit when we got here so my hat's off to those guys and any success that came with this class has everything to do with those people those people and I want us to all understand that uh, just talking specifically about our class or generally about our class uh, that we signed 24 kids today and we obviously just like a lot of teams in the country we addressed a lot of needs that we had uh, with those signings. Uh, a couple of the things that stick out to us is that we needed to provide some much-needed depth, and we were able to do that in a lot of positions for us uh, in this signing class today. Uh, I think we over, overall we improved our overall team profile. We said that we needed to improve our profile from a length perspective as well as a speed, speed perspective because in this league, it's a long, fast league now, and we know that we have to be able to recruit to that to be able to compete, and we felt like we did a good job of, of staying in line with that philosophy. Uh, you know, the other thing that I, I was very proud of is that we found the right guys, and I talked to you a little bit earlier about finding uh, men that, that kind of fit the Kansas way, and as we went through this process, I think the thing that I'm most proud of is that our coaches did not let athletic ability get in the way of just taking a guy because he's that good. He had to be good, and he had to be a Kansas guy. He had to be a guy that fit what we were looking for. And if he didn't, then we had to be courageous enough to turn the page, and we did that. And as a result, we came up with a class that's super. And I'm really, really excited about the guys that, that we've, uh, we're, we've, we've signed today. I know they were excited, and uh, we are certainly excited about that. Um, I'll be able to answer a few questions for you after we're done here, but I know you want to get a look at these guys firsthand. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to be able to introduce to you the newest Jayhawks for the first time. I haven't been able to talk about them publicly, so I'm excited about doing that today. So let's get started with it, all right? We'll start our signing class off. We're going to kind of go by alphabetical order, and we're going to start with Dorrance Armstrong out of Galena Park North Shore in Houston, Texas. If you know anything about that school, it's produced quite a few great players in its time. Uh, Dorrance is no exception to that. Uh, I am extremely excited about this guy. Plays defensive end, 
Uh, guy has a terrific first step, great burst, uh, does a terrific job in the run game. You don't see that a lot of times out of defensive ends on the high school level. Uh, this guy is a very long guy who already has a good amount of weight on him. He's around 230 right now. Uh, this guy's a guy that can probably get to 260 and still run, which is something that we'd love to be able to see him do. But we were really fired up about this guy. He was not an easy get. There was a lot of people in America that were interested in him. Uh, and as you look at that tape, you can see why. Terrific first step, great hands, good instincts, is able to get guys to the ground, does a great job of rolling his hips as he get th gets through the tackle. Um, he's one of the best players on their basketball team. Uh, he's doing a heck, heck of a job for a really, really good uh, basketball team right now. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong's a, a guy that we're really excited about. Uh, Shola Allende, staying in that Houston area down there at George Ranch. Uh, Coach Tullis, a dear friend of mine, is a guy that turned us on to that guy. Uh, this kid is a tremendous talent. We're excited about him, obviously, for a number of reasons. Number one, he can run. Number two, he's long. Falls in line with the things that we were talking about. Guy has terrific instincts. He's always around the ball. Always around the ball. That's something that we were looking for. As you looked at his tape, you saw a lot of, a lot of passes broke up, which is not something that is uncommon when you see teams play a lot of man coverage. He, he has done that. He's played a lot of bump and run in his, in his time in high school, which means he's got experience doing that, doing that when he gets here. Uh, we're going to man up, and we're going to put some pressure on the quarterback at times, and that guy's got to be able to play on an island out there. And he's, it helps if he's done that before. Uh, he's played against some top-notch prospects down there in that area, some of which I've recruited, so I know what type of talent this kid possesses. Uh, we're excited not only about his ability to be able to play defensive back, but he could help us in the return game as well. Uh, very, very good-looking kid, long and fast, exactly how we like him and can cover. Uh, very competitive. You'll get to see that on tape. He's always around the ball, and he seems to always be making plays, which is something that we were looking for when we were looking for corners. Guys that could break up passes was something that we really wanted to focus on. All right? Next, DeAndre Banks. DeAndre is a big, big old lineman that we signed out of uh, Trinity Valley, and he's already here. He's a mid-year kid. Uh, he also comes to us uh, via Harker Heights High School down there in Texas. A uh, good buddy of mine, Brad Smiley, came through for us in a big way in a few, with a few different guys in this signing class. This kid is a very interesting guy. He's a very versatile guy. We think he can definitely play guard, which he's played a lot of in, in, in junior college. But he also, we know he can snap the ball and he can play center. Uh, if we needed him to, we felt like he could step out there to the tackle spot. He's played, played all five positions in his time. He's an extremely smart kid. His dad is a, is a college football player. He played at Purdue. Uh, and the thing I love about this guy is his work ethic. Uh, he is a guy that, that came into junior college a little bit overweight, and he worked like crazy to get that weight under control, and he's continuing to do that here. Uh, I think he's going to bring a lot to our team more than just what he can do football-wise because I think he's a really good leader and he's going to help us move forward with the group and teach them how to work, which is something that we certainly needed in this class as well. All right, the next guy. Our next guy is, is Bazzy Bates. Bazzy Bates come to, comes to us also from a junior college. He comes to us from Trinity Valley. Once again, a good buddy of mine, Brad Smiley, helped us out with that. Also by way of Allen High School, a friend of mine, Tom Westerberg, who's the head coach there, uh, won a few state championships here recently. Uh, those guys, I'd be lying if I told you they weren't a huge help to us because they were in a lot of ways. This guy is a talented guy. Just watch this dude run on tape. 
He can get downhill in that alley, and when he gets there, for some reason, he's in a really bad mood. And he does a good job of putting his face on guys. When he gets around the ball, uh, he gets there in a hurry, and he makes things happen. Uh, there's a lot of different clips. We weren't able to put all of them on here, but this guy causes a lot of turnovers because of where he puts his hat and how he brings his hands when he gets to the contact point. That's something that we're putting a lot of emphasis on here, stealing possessions, uh, having people that understand the value of creating turnovers and creating that type of environment. This guy can do it because he can run and he knows where to put his hat. He knows how to tackle. We're excited about him uh, for a lot of, lot of different reasons. Next guy, Jeremiah Booker, big wide receiver out of College Station, Texas. Uh, uh, another really good friend of mine, Coach Huff down there. He actually lives right around the corner from me right now until my family moves up here. So that was a pretty nice little, little deal for us. I was able to get back home and see my daughters a couple of times when we were down there to see this guy. Uh, but this kid, Jeremiah Booker, I actually had him in camp a couple of times when I was down there at A&M. Uh, this guy is a tremendously talented dude. He can really run. He's got great length which in our league, if you start looking now at some of the more successful receivers, they have length, not only in our league but throughout the country. This guy has that. He does a really good job of releasing off the ball. He's been coached really well at that school by Coach Huff and his staff. That was important to us, and because we knew him, we had a relationship with him, we knew how he'd been coached, and we knew he was a little bit ahead of the curve there. Uh, he is a guy that was sought after by a number of schools. He was not an easy get. Uh, but I will say this, we are excited about having him. He can make plays. He, he should be a guy that can help us down by the red zone with his length. Uh, really fast guy for a guy that size, so excited about him. All right, the next guy up is Jackie Desir. Jackie comes to us from Chicago, Illinois, by way of College DuPage, College of DuPage. Uh, Reggie Mitchell did a heck of a job recruiting this guy. We got him at the mid-year. Uh, Jackie Desir, you'll see him lined up in the middle a lot. Uh, he's a very versatile guy. He can line up outside, but he also can line up in a three technique and line up over on the nose at times. He's very active, probably a little bit quicker than the guys that are his size in the interior, which I think is going to certainly help us. Uh, he does a really nice job of finding the ball. He doesn't stay blocked, which is something you want in a defensive lineman. But he also ties up blockers in the run game, which helps his backers make plays a lot of times. And that's something that's a, an art that's lost nowadays. Uh, because guys want to make tackles on their own. But sometimes we got to tie a couple of guys up so that backer can make the play. He has done a really nice job of that. If you watch his whole tape, you'll see him do that throughout his, throughout his time there. This guy is a, a junior college guy that's going to be able to come in. We think he can help us pretty much immediately. Uh, we really need him to. Uh, I've really enjoyed getting to know him already. He's got a great personality. Uh, I think he's going to help our team in a lot more ways than just on the field. So really, really excited about Jackie Desir. All right, the next guy, a guy named Denzel Feaster, which uh, is a guy that I am personally very excited about. Uh, I know you hear me say that a bunch about all these guys. Uh, this kid is a guy that we found late. I got to take my hat off to Coach Clint Kubiak. Clint Kubiak went through every little school in Central Texas you could imagine, and he wound up at a place called Maynard High School. And he found a guy that had been playing quarterback his entire career except for his last five games. So how do you find a 6'2", 210-pound guy laying around out there at this time of year? Well, he played quarterback his entire career until his last five games, and nobody else went in there except for Clint. He went in there, and he opened the door, and he talked to the coach, and he called me. He said, hey, I've got a guy that I feel really strongly about. Clint's kind of a young guy. Uh, that was his way of standing on the table. And he sent me the video, and I took a look at it. This guy, for a guy that hasn't played the position, he has got instincts. 
He will come downhill and he will knock the fire out of you, which is something you can either get him to do or you can't. I mean, he's either got it or he doesn't. This guy puts his head on the ball. He doesn't even know what he's doing there yet. I'm excited about what the future looks like with Denzel, Denzel Feaster. He, he was here last weekend, and the thing that uh, I loved about him is when we offered him the scholarship, he shed a tear. He wants to be here. Aaron Garza. Kid out of uh, Sherman, Texas. One of my, my good buddies, Bill Patterson's a head coach up there. And Aaron was uh, a guy that was committed when we already when we got here. Uh, he is a guy that was committed to Texas for a long time, and then the previous staff was able to get him away from those guys and be able to get him up here. And I thought our staff, including Reggie Mitchell and Clint, Clint uh, Bowen, did a really nice job of keeping him committed because he was not a guy that people just left alone. Um, in this tape, you're going to see him. He, he was about 6'3", about 340 when he started a couple years ago. Well, this guy's trimmed down. He's around 295 pounds, and he's up to about 6'4". Uh, I'm really excited about Aaron. Work ethic guy has been coached by a really, really good football coach. I know what we're getting in Aaron, and I'm excited about him adding to our offensive line. It was an area of need for us. I think he's a versatile guy. He's played some tackle. He's also played some interior positions. That, that excites me because he can play more than one position for us. Very big, very strong. He gets his hands on you. It's hard to get off of him. Uh, it's a guy that when we continue to improve his feet, I think he can really help us as we go down the line here. Really excited about Aaron as well. Next guy. Next guy's already on campus. Some of you may have seen him around already. His name is Chase Harrell. Chase comes to us from Huffman Hargrave down in the Houston area. Really good friend of mine, Coach Mack, down there. Um, I've recruited Chase for a long, long time. Uh, he's been to a camp for, with me for the last three years. I've known about him since he was just a pup. Um, I had a guy at Texas A&M that Chase reminds me a lot of because he's 6'5", 205 pounds. Uh, he reminds me a lot of Mike Evans, and he has a lot of the similar qualities in terms of the way that he's built, the way he moves at a young age. He does a really good job of playing that ball at the highest point and a lot of guys that are that tall don't do that. He has got really good speed for a guy this big. He is a really big kid. You know, the thing that I think is going to be the challenge for us with, with Chase is just like it was with Mike, not letting him get too big because he could get big in a hurry. Man, he's a great kid. I'm excited about him being here because he's going to bring a lot to our program, and he's enrolled. He's already working out, and we're going to be able to use him in the spring and get him ready to go. Um, guy can run for a dude that tall. I'm excited about Chase. He's definitely going to help us. Next guy uh, is a running back out of Navarro Junior College. A couple of friends down there, Jamie Krill and uh, an old Jayhawk, uh, Pat Resby down there, are guys that turned us on to him. Uh, his name is Keon Kenner. And a lot of you know about Keon. Some of you don't, but he's I want to say he was the National Junior College Player of the Year, if I'm not mistaken, but I know he won a bunch of awards. I know that. Uh, the guy is a talented dude. He can really run the football. I think his vision is as good a thing as I've seen around in a long time at this position. He has great burst, and his top-end speed is something that we really, really liked. He finished runs. He was always finishing in the end zone. The guy scored a bunch of touchdowns from a long way away, and that's what you like to see. Uh, in college football in this day and age, you got to score when you can. You don't need to snap the ball again. And the way you do that is by addressing your team speed, getting guys that can finish plays when they get a crease. Keon Kenner can certainly do that. The thing I love about this guy is that everybody talks about his work ethic. 
They talk about what a great kid he is. He doesn't say a whole lot. I saw him this morning, uh, and I'm really excited about him being here. We got him in the spring, and we can get him going. All right. Next guy, Reggie Mitchell did a great job, man. The, guy, the guy's been around for a while, and he knows what a great running back looks like. Taylor Martin out of Fort Worth, Texas, Dunbar High School. Uh, Taylor was another guy that was extremely hard to hold on to. There was a lot of people uh, sniffing around on him late down there, and uh, I thought our coaches did a really nice job. Uh, had a terrific time meeting with him and his family, a great, great family that we met with down there. Uh, this kid is a very talented, fast, explosive guy. Another guy with terrific vision. I think his change of direction is extremely, extremely good. Uh, he does a great job of stopping and starting and getting to a high level of speed really quickly, which allows him to finish runs. He's a track guy who has posted some extremely fast track times. Uh, if you look at him on tape, you might think he's not a very big guy. You stand in his living room, this dude's a pretty big dude. He's put together. He's got good size on him. I'm not sure 5'10 does him justice. He's got some length to him, and he's certainly got more weight on him, and the dude can fly. Once again, we keep talking about length and we talk about speed. Those are things that we were trying to address in the class. All right. Next up, still staying in that, in that, in that Dallas, Texas area, down in Arlington, Texas, a kid named Clyde McCauley III, 6'5", 275, skinny as a rail, believe it or not, at 275. A uh, big, big boy. Uh, this guy played at uh, a place called Arlington Bowie High School. I don't know if y'all knew or not, but one of our coaches used to work there, and uh, he knew about him a little bit back in the day, uh, Kenny Perry. And another one of our dear friends is the head coach there, Danny DeArmond, and he, he was very helpful to us. Uh, this kid was committed to another place, and he chose us this weekend. So we're really excited about him being here. You're talking about a really big frame. This guy's got a chance to be a big, big dude. He is really skinny, and I can't wait to get Coach Jackson with him and get him in our training table because when we do, I think this guy can be a giant. Uh, but I think we can build his body the way we want it to be built, and it can certainly help him. He's got great feet. He does a great job with, it, with his point of contact, rolling his hips. Uh, once that kid's technique improves, uh, I think the sky's the limit for Clyde. Uh, another guy that's a high work ethic guy, some of the things that we were really looking for when we were out there on the road. All right? All right, next guy, going back to the secondary. Got a DB that, once again, Coach, Coach Mitchell found late in the process for us. We, we had some issues that we had to address in the secondary. One of them was at the corner spot, and he found a kid named Tyrone Miller out of, uh, out of Michigan. And he went up there and grabbed him late, got him down here last week on a visit. And, you know, like I said, he was committed to another place, and, and Reggie went out there and did what he had to do, and the kid chose us this weekend. Uh, Tyrone is another guy that is a six-foot-plus kid that runs extremely well. You can see on the tape uh, he has some skills other than just playing DB. He can help us in the return game, and if he gets the ball in his hands and, and on uh, turnovers, he's got a potential to turn it into pick six. Once again, we don't want to have to snap it again if we don't have to. So those guys are of value to us. Uh, this guy can really run. He's got great cover skills. He's long. Guys have a hard time getting off press coverage on this dude. He's done it a lot, which gives us a little bit of a head start when he gets here. We're not playing with a guy that doesn't have man cover skills already, which gives us a little bit of a head start. So I'm really excited about Tyrone. This guy brings a lot of athleticism to our football team. Love his demeanor. Love his work ethic. Uh, really fired up about the work that Reggie Mitchell did there with him. All right. Next guy up, Emmanuel Moore. Emmanuel Moore plays 
uh, up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area at a place called Northwest High School. A uh, guy that worked for me when I was at MacArthur High School, Bill Poe, is the head coach there. Dear friend, once again, he sent me a video uh, pretty quick after we got the job here and said, hey, man, the player of the year is in my district here, and nobody has talked to him from up in that area. Do you want to look at him? I said, yeah, we'll take a look at him. It took me about five minutes to call him back and say, tell him he's got an offer and we'll take him right now. You're talking about a district that includes South Lake Carroll, a district that includes Trinity. I'm talking about some of the top teams in the state of Texas, and this kid was the player of the year in that district. And as you watch the tape, all he does is score touchdowns. He has got terrific balance. As I watch the tape, one of the things I love about this guy is he catches the ball in his hands away from his body. He runs extremely well. He's built like a running back at six, six foot plus and 200 pounds, and he runs like a running back after he catches the ball which is, is something that we really need around here. Guys that can, can do more than just catch it, we need guys that can extend the play. Uh, he can go deep, he's got good ball skills, and he's really relatively new to that position. So I'm looking forward to get Coach, Coach Kubiak getting his hands on him and, and molding that guy. Really excited about Emmanuel. All right, the next guy. You know, we've got some really good names in this class, really good names. So... Uh, this kid right here, man, what a great kid to be around. Osaz Ogbabor, I knew I was going to kind of have trouble with it, but uh, he is, uh, man, what a great kid. Out of, out of uh, Heritage High School right up there in Frisco, there's about 97 high schools up there in Frisco now, <laughs> but that place is growing like crazy. Lots of great players up there. Another dear friend of ours, Coach Hendricks up there, uh, was a big help in us with this. Uh, this kid came on a visit. We offered him a scholarship. He committed to us, and right after that, there was a bunch of schools up there trying to get him away from us. And, man, i got to take my hat off to the kid and to the coach because they, they hung in there strong with us. A really good-sized kid, six foot, 215-pound guy, uh, still thin, to be honest with you. Could put some weight on. He can run, and he will strike you. Uh, the thing I really like about Osaz is that a lot of linebackers at that level, they will run around blocks a lot of times. He will go and put his hands on an offensive lineman and shed a block. He'll shoot his hands and shed him and get off because you can't run around blocks in college if you do, you're creating a crease. This kid shows that he can already do that. He's around the ball a lot. He's got a nose for it, and he's going to be a fine addition to our defense. I'm looking forward to him in the future. All right, next guy. Uh, once again, another junior college guy that we, we, uh, we found, uh, a kid named Marnez Ogletree. Uh, he's from Lawrenceville, Georgia, and he's been out at uh, Fullerton College out in California. He was our first guy to sign in the class today. Extremely excited. He was fired up when he called me about 5.05 this morning. Uh, so he was up early. It was, it was important to him to be the first to do that. Uh, long, rangy guy has done it in college. That's one of the things that we can't give him is college experience, and he's got it. All of these corners that are coming in here, they have arms that are extremely long. We want them to be able to touch the walls if they stand in this room, if we can get that. Those guys have long arms. We want them to be hard to get around in man coverage. He's played man coverage a lot. He's also been a, a very valuable part of the return game. Uh, the guy can really run. Uh, once again, he really helps us because he's played the game before at a collegiate level. Uh, he's got a high football IQ, and the guy can help us in special teams, which is an area that we need, and we need guys to be explosive in that area. I'm really excited about Marnes. Next guy on the list, another guy, another junior college guy, qualifier guy. Uh, came to us by way of Blinn College, but 
Previous to that, he was a Deer Park product down there in uh, Houston, Texas. A friend of mine named Chris Massey down there. Um, Blinn's been very good to us. This kid was a guy that we found late when we were fishing around down there for O-Lyman. We signed him at mid-year. Uh, he's 6'4", 285. He's probably closer to 6'5 now. Um, we had him on his official visit a couple weeks ago. I just saw him this morning. Man, it's a big dude, a really, really big guy. A guy that is that big that can move that well. I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit shocked that he was still available when we got to him. Um, this guy is a, is a guy that can play every one of those five positions. You keep hearing me say that. We want some flexibility up front. We think he can be a tackle for us. We think he could play the left tackle if we needed him to. He's done that for them. He's played in the interior at both guards, and he also can snap the ball. Another good-sized guy that's flexible and can play a lot of positions. Love this dude. He's got a great personality. He's going to help our team. Next guy is a kid named Shaquille Reed, another guy back up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area at a place called Mansfield Timberview. Another dear friend of ours, James Brown, called us about him right away. Um, Kenny Perry knew about this guy for a long time. Uh, Kenny did a tremendous job recruiting this guy. We got him committed fairly quickly after I got the job here. Uh, we went down there, talked to Coach Brown. Coach Brown helped us a bunch in that process. Terrific family had him up here this weekend. Uh, this guy's really going to help our team in a lot more ways than just playing on the field because he's a good kid and a good man. Here's the things I love about Shaq. Shaq can run. Shaq can tackle, and he will hit you. And then Shaq has a nose for interceptions. He is always around that football. He's always around trying to get the ball in his hands. He picked off a bunch of passes in high school. If that thing gets close to him, it, he's probably going to catch it and go the other way with it. Uh, that's one thing that I really loved about Shaq. I turned his tape on, and the plays were dynamic. He was breaking up passes all the time, which tells you he plays a lot of man coverage. Sometimes it's hard to break up passes in zone, but it's a lot easier in man. The other thing that's hard in man is to get a lot of picks. He got a lot of picks playing man coverage. Those things stood out for us. Long guy can run, can change direction, and can help us in the return game. Next guy, Steven Sims, wide receiver out of Houston, Texas, down at uh, Travis High School. Steven Sims is a guy that I've known about for a long time, been recruiting him since I was back at A&M. I think you'll see when you look at the tape that this kid possesses a tremendous burst. One of the things I love about him is the run after the catch factor for him. When he gets the ball in his hands, he has a tremendous burst over 20 to 25 yards that is going to help him when it comes to running in an open field in, on a Big 12, Big 12 field. This guy is not as little as you think he is. He's a, a little bit taller, 5'10 type guy. Uh, he's got plenty of length about him. He's got long arms. Guy runs extremely fast, and he's got really good hands away from his body. Uh, we really wanted to address that, being able to catch the ball away from his body because in this league you have to make contested plays. And in order to do that, you need long arms and you need guys that can catch the ball away from their body and they've shown it on tape that they'll do that. And this kid has terrific hands, great burst. Once again, another great family uh, and another great kid. This kid doesn't lack for confidence now. He's going to come out there with a little swagger to him. He can run. Uh, and he's a guy that's going to make plays for us. I'm really excited about Steven, and it was just a matter of how I was going to get him or where I was going to be when, when I got him because I really liked that kid from the beginning. Uh, the next kid, another uh, junior college guy that was a mid-year kid, uh, Will Smith. Will is a, is a Kansas product from right down the street here in Shawnee, Shawnee Mission Northwest High School, and came to us from Butler. 
Uh, Will is a guy that plays the interior positions for us. He's a guy that we think can help us right away inside. Uh, either one of the guards, we think he could help us in the snapping game if we needed that. That's, once again, all of those guys that play on the interior, Coach Yenzer's going to get those guys snapping. That way we always have uh, our issues covered at that center spot. So uh, I know Coach Yenzer really likes this guy. This guy's got a lot of, a lot of uh, size to him. He's a big dude and a guy that has really long arms. He can he, he obviously is a good does a good job at run blocking, but the guy does a really good job in the pass set game. Guy has really good feet for a guy that size, uh, without you know six six length. Uh, really excited about him. I think this kid will help us a lot. I've already seen him down there. He's he's a, a kid that's kind of rehabbing a shoulder right now. Uh, but man, what a, what a great kid to get. We're excited about having him, particularly a kid right here from our own state of Kansas. All right, next guy. It's a kid named Carter Stanley, quarterback out of Barrow Beach, Florida. Uh, got to go down and, and meet with his family down there. And I know I sound like a broken record, but, man, what a great family they are. Got to meet with his mom and dad. And uh, I'm definitely going to go back down there and do some fishing at that house because they live right there on, the, on that beautiful bay. It is gorgeous now, gorgeous. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm going to go back there and go fishing uh, with those guys. But, man, this guy right here is a guy that we did not think we'd find, I'll be honest with you. We, uh, we were kind of looking in other areas. Uh, we were kind of addressing this need through something else. And it wasn't until just a buddy kind of tipped us off to it. We looked at his tape. I gave it to Coach Likens. He called me back right away and said, that's a guy. That's a guy that we need to go after. Uh, this kid does a tremendous job of not only throwing the football, but he, he does a great job with his feet. He's, he's a really a true dual threat quarterback. Uh, he has an understanding of what we do offensively. Uh, what they did at their high school, uh, they, they learned it from, from Coach Likens and those guys at Cal. So there's going to be a little bit of a head start for, for Carter there. A very, very bright kid, excited about getting this guy to come up here and be a part of our program. We think he can be a leader for years to come. Uh, that guy is a tremendous player, and I am really excited about him being here. All right, next, next guy, Jay Sternberger out of Oklahoma, Kingfisher, Oklahoma. Uh, I'm, I'm, the only thing I'm upset about, Jace, is that I didn't get in there when, when that barbecue place was open up there that we could go eat at. So... Unfortunately, I didn't get to experience that. But, man, once again, another great family. Dad's a superintendent right there in Kingfisher. His mom's a basketball coach there, and both of them are athletes. And, man, this kid is a terrific athlete. Uh, plays tight end. We think this guy addresses a lot of needs for us. I think you see on the tape, they hand him the ball at the running back position. He's the best player they have on the basketball team. He's one of the best players in the state. He averages, I think, 20-plus points a game right now for their basketball team. Uh, this is a guy that can do it all. I think he could throw it. He could, he could run it. He could catch it. The guy could do just about anything. He's very versatile. Um, he's also a big dude. This guy's about 6'5", 229 pounds right now uh, coming out of high school and can run like that. Uh, guy has great hands, catches the ball away from his body like I talked about, but he can attach for us and play that tight end, or he can detach and he can be in the backfield, play at H-back position, and we can detach and play him out there at the Y and let him play just a wide receiver position. A guy that plays a hybrid spot for us, man, I am so fired up about this guy because he can do a lot for us, but the most important thing for me about him is his demeanor and who he is. Hard-working, blue-collar guy. I love that guy. I love Jay Sternberger. He's going to help our team. Brandon Stewart, Brandon Stewart, 
Another kid out of Dallas, Texas, coming to us through Trinity Valley. Two good friends of ours again. Joey McGuire, head coach down there, has helped us a number of times right here at KU with a number of a number of Longhorns that played there for him uh, that have been here. Uh, he's helped us again. The other guy, Brad Smiley, you keep hearing me say his name. He helped us over and over again throughout this process. Uh, Brandon went to, to junior college there, started at Trinity Valley, and did a great job for Brad. Brad could not say enough good things. When he first picked up the phone, he called us about Brandon and said, man, you've got to get down there and see this guy. Um, what I didn't realize is how much he had grown since he left high school because I'd recruited him there before. Long, six-foot-plus, 175-pound guy that's going to be 190 pounds before it's all said and done, maybe 195. We don't want him much more than that. Uh, kid that can really run and has got a lot of experience at playing man coverage because a lot of y'all are familiar with what they do at Cedar Hill with Joey McGuire. They're going to play man coverage every snap, and then they're going to play some more man after that. So he's done a lot of it. All right, same thing at that junior college level there with Coach Smiley. They play a lot of man coverage. These guys already have some of those, those skills when they come into us. It's just a matter of fitting them into our scheme now. All right, and then last but certainly not least, another one of our great quarterbacks that we have in this class, Ryan Willis from right down the street in Bishop Meage. Uh, in Overland Park, Kansas. Ryan uh, comes to us from another really, really good friend of our programs here, John Holmes. John did a tremendous job in helping us and his parents, another great family there. Uh, they had a lot of opportunities to go elsewhere, uh, particularly when we, when we took another quarterback in the class, and he didn't waver, not at all. The guy is a – he was a stud through the whole thing. John Holmes, like I said, I can't say enough about him and the job he did in helping us. Uh, this kid can sling the football. You cannot argue with the production that this guy had there. I want to say between our two quarterbacks, I believe there was one loss in the last season, if I'm not mistaken. That ain't bad. We want guys that know how to win, particularly at that position. Uh, that was important to us, very, very important. Guys that know how to win and know how to win the big one, win championships. Ryan Willis knows how to do that. His production speaks for itself. The guy can throw the ball all over the field. Big dude, 6'4 plus, 225 pounds, runs a lot better than people give him credit for because he didn't have to do that. He could sling it all over the field. The thing I love about Ryan is he ain't afraid of competition, and that's what it's going to take to survive here because there's going to be competition every day. We're only as good as our next, and every one of those kids exemplified that. So, Man, that's your class for 2015. I am fired up about that class. I think we addressed a lot of our, meet, our needs. Uh, listen, only time will tell, and I know that. Uh, but at this time, I'd like to try to take some, some questions because I'm sure I'm going to keep talking and you're going to have some questions. Let me address what you, what you want to talk about. So, the coach assigned 17 from Texas, which is a pretty heavy mix, but that's also the area you're familiar with. Why was the heavy Texas mix right for you? You know, I think probably the biggest thing for us was just familiarity of players. Uh, once again, not, not a single guy on our staff came from outside of football, which means that they were somewhere recruiting somewhere. And most of these guys have a background in the state of Texas. Uh, that's where a lot of that came from. The other thing that, that, that helped a lot was the relationships in that state. Guys just pick it up and call them. I mean, uh, we had a bunch of, bunch of folks wanting to help uh, the JUCO ranks. And you know what? Honestly, they're trying to help their kids. 
but they're also trying to help us. They know we're going to take care of them when they come here. So I think that was kind of big in that state. Um, you know, the thing that I, I like is, you know, that we've got a couple of real good players out of this state. And I think for us to do what we really want to do, and you heard me talk about it when, when I was introduced, is for us to do what we really want to do, we have to take care of the state of Kansas. And we've started that process. It, it, it is not as much as we'd like in this class, but in the future we have to continue to make those relationships count. And I will say this, I can't say enough great things about the, co the coaches that welcomed us into their rooms and into their, their, their schools as we went throughout this recruiting, this recruiting uh, period here in the state of Kansas. They were outstanding and they were great to us. And I know that, that in the future, we're going to get some help from those guys that we need. So that's why the numbers were like they were in the state of Texas at this time. Good question, though. You, you talked a lot about the fundamentals, catching the ball away from the body and stuff like that. With that limited time that you have with, with this group to, to go after and get them, are you able to recruit to the offense that you want to run, or, or do you have to look for more of those fundamental things and then kind of hope they just fit into that when they get here? Right. You know, I think the thing that that gets lost a lot of times because recruiting is so publicized nowadays, and, and you know, honestly, it is what it is. It, it's entertainment. And, you know, some of you work in that entertainment industry, and I get that, and we coexist together. And listen, I welcome that. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is that all that is written is not all that's there. And sometimes those kids benefit from a situation like we were in this year. And... That might be the thing that I am, when I, when, I, when I put a smile on my face today, it's because I'm truly excited about these guys. I mean, we have got some really good football players here. Now, hey, listen, they're all doing laundry for the first time, and, and they don't even know where they eat. So there's a lot of things we got to get to before they get here, and I get that. But based on what we've seen them do and what we know about those guys, they're really good football players. So... To answer your question, Matt, it really wasn't any different. We didn't sacrifice what we said we needed and the, the different technique things that we were looking for. You heard me say a lot about playing man coverage, understanding those techniques, long arms, footwork, all the things that come along with that. You heard me talk about length. We, we were able to address that. Um, you know, you also heard me talk a lot about catching the ball away from your body because in this league, if you don't, as you have seen, not here, I'm talking about throughout the league, it's going to get knocked down because these guys are good. It's hard to create space, and it's even harder to keep it. So if you can't catch that ball away from your body, it's going to be hard for you to be productive on the collegiate level, and that's hard to teach once they get here. Some can do it, but not very many. So we, you know, instead of developing that, we'd like to have that already. So that's, that's why we did it that way. With your scholarship numbers being down the way they are now, combined with the rule that you know what, uh, I appreciate you asking that because that, that is where these high school coaches and the state have been so beneficial to us. Uh, it's coming along great. And that is a, that's a real, that is a real advantage for guys that might be just a hair off of what they want to be to be a Division One player. And like I said before, you know, there's more than 25 guys in the state of Kansas and throughout the country that want to come to Kansas and play Division One football. And we've got an opportunity that's a little bit unique right now 
that some people look at as a disadvantage. I look at it as an opportunity for some really, really good guys. And that's coming really, really, it's, it's coming along really, really nicely. Um, you know, I can't speak about anybody, anyone or anything other than the guys that we signed today. But uh, I'm very pleased with the progress of that program. I appreciate you asking that. Yeah, here's the way we're going to do things around here. Um, it's real simple. And, and these kids, they, they know this because I talked to every one of these guys that signed today. It's no longer about what anybody says. It's about what you do. We're going to go by who's the best. And that's easy to see. It's not, it's not that difficult. It's, it's pretty easy. The cream, as I say, always rises. Somebody's willing to give more than the other. And that guy usually separates himself. Um, we have some tremendously talented players coming back at that position. Uh, you know, there should be no way that they could be unseated. But at the end of the day, we're going to go with the best guy and go with the best guy. So everybody on our football team is going to have an opportunity, everybody. And they're only as good as their next, their next day, their next practice, their next rep. That's the only way we're going to get this deal done. So that's how we're going to do it. So absolutely, they're going to have an opportunity. Absolutely. Is that the hardest position to project from practice where he's wearing a red shirt to games where he's under the defense? Yeah, it is. It, and I, and I'll, I, I'll tell you, I'll give you a great example. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, Cliff Kingsbury told me he was going to be the, one of the best ever. And he was wearing a red shirt. And I was like, how can you say that? I just don't see it. I don't understand. He knew. And I didn't realize it. But I wasn't watching the quarterback every day either. But it is. It's hard to project because you just don't know what they're going to do when the pocket breaks down, You just when they're not getting contact in practice. So, uh, yeah, it's very, very difficult. So those quarterbacks are just like the rest of the class. Uh, we kind of put them on a little bit of a higher pedestal, but they're still doing laundry for the first time. I mean, they're trying to find out where their classes are. Uh, there's a lot of things going through their mind, too. And listen, it's, it's hard as a, to play as a freshman, and you, you know that. You've been around it for a long, long time. It's extremely difficult to play as a freshman. Uh, they almost all hit walls, almost all of them, even the ones that play. Um, but then they, they make their way through it. Um, but it is. That's probably the most difficult time. I, I, I would love to say that that's the main reason, but I think technology has a lot to do with it because that old fax machine, as you know, I see Dr. Zeger sitting back there. We used to sit back there and, and the, the old paper feed and all that stuff, that would cause a lot of problems now on a day like today. Um, that, that was one reason. You know, the new technology and being able to, to do it electronically is something that helped us. I mean, we were, we were done looking at each other by 745, I mean, which is not, that's not normal. I mean, it doesn't happen like that very often. Um, but I will say this, I think it did speak to the fact that those kids were willing to do it that early uh, and get it done. You know, and our coaches did a really nice job of coaching them through that and making sure that they understood that we needed them back so we could speak about them. Uh, but here's the thing, and I said it earlier, every one of these kids, before I walked out of their living room, I made sure they wanted to be here as bad as I wanted to be here because that's how we're going to get it done. So I think that helped us. I think that helped us. Ryan Willis has been committed for a while, and I guess you guys kind of stumbled upon Carter 
support when you have one quarterback committed and talk to Ryan about you guys were going to add another quarterback or how did that kind of go? Yeah, that, that's how it works. I mean, um, basically we set Ryan down when, when he came on his official visit with his mom and dad and we, we told him that we're going to recruit another quarterback. And we were very candid with him about it's about it's going to be competition no matter where you go. The truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter where you go, folks. There's going to be four to five guys in that room. And when you're at, in the receiver position and there's four wideouts, there's probably going to be 12 guys in that room. And, you know, kids don't understand that sometimes or they don't want to see it. But the truth of the matter is you're going to be three deep at every spot. And at quarterback, the general rule is four to five deep. So if you can, all right. And so the great thing I love about Ryan Willis is he never balked. He never balked, not one second. He is not worried about competition. I love that. Same thing with Carter. I mean, Carter, the same thing. That's one thing I really like about these guys is they didn't ask, hey, can you give me a number? Can you give me, hey, coach, can I do this? They didn't ask any of that. They said, hey, I'm not afraid to compete. I mean, and that's the type of guy that helps you win, and that's why I'm really excited about those two young guys because they never ask for anything other than just an opportunity. So I was really excited about that. But, yeah, that's how it worked. Well, I think both of them are excellent throwers. I mean, they, they both uh, can throw the ball extremely accurately. Uh, the, both of them, they're, they're, they, they complete a lot of touchdowns. Um, both of them uh, move around in the pocket actually really, really well. Um, Ryan was not asked to run as much, you know, and Carter was a little bit. And, you know, Carter's a little bit more of a dual threat guy, but – you know, Ryan moves around pretty good, a lot better than you think he does. Uh, I'm really excited about the, those two guys coming in. And neither one of those guys are worried about the situation. They have embraced it, and I think that's been a real positive force. Coach, you recruited uh, really Charlie Weiss was in on and his staff with, with Willis. With the coaching change, is it important to go in there right away and make an evaluation that he still fits and you know, make that conversation with him clear that it's important for him to understand Absolutely. I mean, and not only him, just everybody that was committed to, to Kansas uh, and being able to evaluate them and make sure that we went and put their mind at ease that, listen, there's been a change, but we want you to be a part of this just like the, it was before. So uh, that wasn't a hard deal at all. It, it wasn't hard because Ryan's good. I mean, the dude's good, and he wins. Uh, he's talented. So that one didn't take us very long at all to get that done. Uh, and like I said, you know, we're going to be competitive. We're going, we're going to compete. And in order to give Coach Likens and his staff the opportunity they need to compete, we need to be able to give him the right guys at that position to be able to choose from. So that's why we took another quarterback to make sure that we gave him a sampling to be able to find out who that guy is going to be. You know, you keep hearing me talk about contested catches. And, you know, one of the things that I've noticed uh, uh, really has been more of a trend over the last five to six years is guys are breaking up passes in man coverage now a lot more than they have in the past. And one of the things that I'm seeing is I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing a lot of little corners out there anymore. Now, there's a few, don't get me wrong, and there's a few playing at a real high level. But there's a lot of guys out there that have good length and long arms on them 
that that makes it difficult. Just literally, uh, just look at it. I mean, it, it, their arms, their reach is further, and the ball gets knocked out. And that's one thing that we liked about the, the corners that we were able to take in this class was the, the length. We also think that our team needed to get – we needed more length, period. We need the profile to get more length about it and more speed about it. Um, that was something that was important to us because we can't make them taller. We can make them a little bit bigger. It's hard to make them taller. So, uh, but we were not going to sacrifice ability and speed just because they were tall. That, that had nothing to do with it. It's kind of like the coaching search. We wanted to find coaches that could coach and recruit. We needed to find long, fast, good players. So we didn't sacrifice any of that. That makes sense. You know, I think the first thing that sticks out to most folks at tackle is length. It's arm length, it's height, it's the tall, long, rangy, long arm, big hand guys. Those are the guys that really have kind of been in the past. You're trying to recruit as many of them. Most people will recruit a lot of tackles, and if they can't play tackle, they'll move them down inside. Uh, we're not any different in that regard. We're trying to find as many athletic big guys as we can find because this league is humongous. I mean, there's a lot of tall, long guys. The thing that for us is we wanted to get lengthier in those positions, and I thought we did that. Um, but we were not going to sacrifice a good player there. And the reason that is is because the Big 12s, that league has changed. Those guys coming off the edge are really lean and fast those dudes have got to be able to move their feet. So in order to do that, we needed to address that side-to-side -side movement. Guys that were a little bit more agile, um, you know, Rhodes addresses that. That guy can move his feet now. And those dudes can move their feet for big dudes. Uh, that, that's something that's going to help us keep them off our quarterback. We, we have to be able to do that to protect the passer. So uh, you'd like them, like them to be as tall as long as you can get them, but they better be able to move their feet. I think the opportunity for a lot of them was was maybe the one thing that stuck out. But one of the things that we talked about is this thing, this thing's going to be fun. I mean, it's going to be fun. College football's tough now. It's hard. It's a hard job. You got two full time jobs as an act, as a as a, a student and an athlete. That's two full time jobs. So football is too hard not to be a little bit fun. And we're going to be a up tempo, high flying, throwing that ball around. Offense, it's going to be exciting to play, play in, an explosive attack. Same thing defensively. I mean, we're going to be a high pressure, get after you, get upfield, try to create turnovers and steal, steal possessions. I mean, those are things that we want to play in. And when those guys in that, in that room, those guys that, that, that we've hired sit in those rooms and they, they talk, man, I was, I was in awe when they talked about their systems and how they were going to bring those systems to KU and, and what their visions were. Man, I was ready to sign. You know, those guys did a great job. I mean, they do a, a heck of a job. And, you know, part of that vision is you being able to see it, and they were able to paint it for them. Coach, could there be more guys added to this class? I know Brazier's are always a possibility. Cameron Durley, I could like he's coming and announcing 
might be later this week. Maybe you can't comment specific to him, but might there be more? Well, as you know, I can't speak about anybody that did not sign in our class. Uh, but, you know, um, I th like I said, we, we are always trying to get better. We're always trying to get better. We're always trying to improve our roster. Uh, and we're looking for creative ways to do that. Um, and that's something that, man, i got to take my hat off to our administration because they have been very supportive in that regard in terms of helping us create the ways that we need to to be able to, to supplement that roster to be able to help us to be able to do what we need to do to be successful in this league because you got to have a roster. It's, it's not easy to get through a season because the depth is where it's at. I mean, the league I just left, if you got people hurt, you were not going to be very good. If you got people hurt, you got a chance to win it. I mean, that's the way it was. And that's exactly how this league is. you got to keep them healthy. And if you don't have a guy behind them, man, it's hard. It's hard. So we need to create that depth, and we don't care where it come from. We just want to create that depth. We don't care what people think about them. We care what we think about them. And once they get here. Is it better that your family's been away the last couple of months the way you've been working? I mean, almost two months, but not even quite. You know, I miss them like crazy. I don't know if, it, if the word better is good, but it's probably been a little bit of a blessing because it's been able, it's allowed me to do what I need to do to help our program get better. And it's allowed them to be able to focus on dance and, and all the stuff that, that they're doing right now, school and my poor wife, goodness gracious. I love you, Rainey. I, I'm, I'm hoping I can help you soon. <laughs> and, uh, just to follow up on that, how does, when you get here in December and you put your staff together at the end of the month, how does that change the process the first time through it? And is this different, maybe a different January than you'd normally be? Yeah, it's it's absolutely a different because you're I mean you're drinking from a fire hose for a while there. I mean it takes a little bit of time to and you're managing a lot of things. Building that staff is that that's a lot harder than people think. People think you just go pick go, go pick people and you got them to come. Like I told you back in the day, the thing and I learned it even more this time firsthand. That pool of guys that can do both, it's very small and it's a market just like anything else and it's very competitive. And the timing is important and how you do things and what that, – that was extremely important. I was going through it for the first time. Luckily, I had some, some guys that in our administration that had been through it before that were great ears for me. I was able to lean on them and talk to them about how to do that and do it the right way. And because of that, we were able to get the men that we wanted here, here. Uh, so that was important. But, yeah, next year when we can completely focus on just the football players and improving our staff – I'll tell you what, it's hard to hire one coach, much less nine. When you're trying to hire nine or you're trying to hire – we were lucky that we had two. When you're trying to hire seven and you're literally on the plane going, hey, man, listen, we're about to take off and it's not – it's going to go dead and it goes dead. And you're trying to make a deal with a guy on that plane and you're still trying to recruit. There's just a lot going on there. And is it challenging? Yeah, but I'm going to tell you, the hardest part was the funnest day of my life. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Did you learn – Yeah, I, I did. I, you know, there's there's some guys on my staff that that had to jump in and help that are not necessarily the top nine guys that, that are not the nine full time guys. There's a guy named Louis Matsakis. It's our chief of staff that was able to help me in ways I never never thought that I was going to be able to get from him. Boy, he was so 
so, so good for us in that process. He, he was a guy that I was able to bounce a lot off of, and he helped me as we traveled, and that, that made it a lot easier. Uh, you know, I didn't realize how funny Coach Yenzer and Coach Likens were because we were always studying football. We were always serious. Those two guys are hilarious. I mean, uh, I didn't realize how funny uh, Coach Thibodeau was out there on the recruiting trail. I didn't realize uh, some of the things that – I didn't realize how good Clint Kubiak was already at this job. He's really good at it. Um, and I knew he was – he comes from a football background, and you're thinking, hey, man, this guy's going to be really good. But remember, he was my GA. He didn't talk very much. This guy was really good. Uh, I enjoyed getting to spend some time with Coach Kubiak on the recruiting trail and getting to watch him grow. That, that was fun. That was fun getting to watch him. Gary Hyman. Uh, you guys are going to get to know Gary Hyman, and he's got more energy than all of us have ever had in our life put together. I mean, he is hilarious now, and he, he has got some energy, and I'm, I'm fired up to have him. Uh, he, he's, he's been fun to be around. And then, you know, Clint, Co or Clint Bowen and Reggie Mitchell, I can't say enough good things about those guys. They literally kept this class together. Over Christmas break, all the things that we were doing trying to hire coaches, Reggie Mitchell, Clint Bowen, those two guys, I mean, those guys were the magic. They did it. And without those guys, this, there wouldn't be half these dudes on this page. They did a great job. Great job. And I know I missed a couple of them, but they all did a great job. All right, hey, I appreciate you coming. Listen, be safe now because that weather is kind of blowing in out there. I don't think it's going to stop when they said it was going to. All right? Thank you for taking it easy on me. Y'all have a good day.